0: We're Chris and Sandy Bent with The Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close to personal, some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have?
1: We have Rebecca Lynn Gold with us today. She is an author, editor, and the founder of Yogic... Writing.com, a practice that utilizes the philosophies and tools of yoga, meditation, and journaling for writers of all levels to heal, reveal, and leave a legacy through writing life stories. She is also the author of That's Why We're Here, stories from passionate James Taylor fans.
0: And that's why we're here. (laughs) Welcome to the show.
2: Yes, welcome. Perfect introduction. That's <laughs> As you can tell from my JT hat, right? Yes,
0: love it. So I always like to start to show out the same way. Um, everybody has been affected in their own way from COVID. Oh yes, we all So ask. how has COVID affected you and what have you done this last 18 months to kind of get through all this?
2: Oh, thanks for asking that, Chris and Sandy. Um well, i'm a fan of your show and i hear you asking that all the time and i love that question because i love hearing everybody's responses you know i mean we've all been in this together and we've all had Different ways to approach it. And um, you know, I remember you guys probably remember too. I, I live in Rhode Island and I remember mm-hmm. the day that our governor shut everything down. Oh, and yeah. March, I think it was Friday the 13th. I have in my head it was March. Oh, 13th, wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. I remember looking at my calendar because I had a whole like I was really full that spring with mm-hmm. I like, writing retreats and yoga retreats yeah. and writing class and visiting my grandkids. Like I had all this stuff on my calendar. And I remember just going through going delete delete delete
0: wow. you know
2: like like everything just ending ending and it was really it was really traumatic it was really like oh my god what is happening well it was scary so um so what did i do i, I do the same thing that i do every time i i feel fearful and scared and i listen to james taylor music and i write <laughs> yeah. writing is a very healing process and i'm like you know what what am i going to do so i just started writing and writing. And then what I did in terms of the last 18 months or a little longer now is I invited other people to come write with me and connected. I I wrote to my friends, my family, the fans that, um, you know, fellow James Taylor fans that I that I communicate with on my Facebook page. Mm -hmm. I wrote to all of them and I said, let's write together, guys. Let's let's do this. So I I created Mm -hmm. this called Corona Chronicles and Facebook. Oh, wow. Yeah. And every day I came and I, I offered a writing prompt and we all wrote so that we were writing stories about how we were feeling, what we were going through, stories from our childhood, you know, just to feel connected because we were so alone. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. A lot of the stories that my James Taylor buddies wrote ended up being, you know, in, in my book because I was like, oh, i want wow. to share these stories. Wow. Because yes. They were beautiful. And um, so that's, that's how I survived. And I'm still doing that. And, you know, like that's like podcast. for us,
0: you know, and yes. we launched a show January, 2020 We did. And the original plan was maybe hundred interviews our first year. We thought if we could do that, it'd be a great first year, great foundation. And then COVID happens and I'm sitting there watching the whole entertainment industry get shut down. Oh, I know. And I told Sandy, I was like, you know, We can't change COVID, but this could be our silver lining. You know, you know, we're already doing the show anyway. Mm -hmm. Now we need to reach out to bigger people because they might be more apt to come on a brand new show. (laughs) And because of that, we did over 300 interviews last year. We're over 460 now. Yeah,
1: oh. so the show sort of saved our sanity through the car. Yeah, we've,
0: and the you know, we've been able to, you know, again, everybody's shut down. Mm-hmm. So, we, in fact, I remember we had, um, I think it was Jenny Gill, if I remember correctly. I remember on her Facebook page, she she made a comment before she came on our show, which she's Vince Gill's daughter. Mm-hmm. And I remember she made a comment saying, um, they th- that we am gonna be on this show, they better look out. She I ain't had that. I ain't been able to talk to people.
1: Yes, they have an adult to have an adult
0: conversation <laughs> in forever. Uh, right. And she so goes, it's, it's all coming out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've been able to get to hear all these stories and yes, talk to people and all it. these different people and different walks of life from you know from people we highly respect to people that we never knew until the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what that
2: that has been the silver lining, just to be able to just, you know. I mean, to share with so many people that you wouldn't like, you're not going to get on a plane and go jumping to different states and different countries. And yet here we can get Zoom or your platform and say, hi, here I am, you know? And that definitely has been a silver lining. And, And just knowing that, Everyone is sharing. I just think it's so interesting. The whole world was sharing this experience, you know? Mm. It was true.
0: True. Because not, not just the U.S. thing. It, it yeah. wasn't. even yeah. was just my oh, wow.
2: state or your state. It was everybody. So we were all like, oh, how are you doing? How are you doing? I could talk, you know, I could ask people that I, like you said, people that I would never have gotten the opportunity to talk to before and just say, how are you doing? And they knew exactly what I meant because they were mm-hmm. going through the same yeah. thing that was going through. So As a a storyteller and as somebody who loves listening to stories like you and me, it it was just like, oh, this is really a a weird way to say it, but it's a gift, you know? Yeah. Yes.
0: And, you know, I think it brought us all closer together. Now, granted, some points have split us apart, but I think that if you get off social media, you actually (laughs) find we're more connected than ever.
2: I think so, too. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. and (laughs) I've I've just cultivated some really great relationships that I never would have, you know, before. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Easiness not not happened. So, I mean, don't, I've been a crazy James Taylor fan for years and years, way before COVID, but this this (laughs) just even amplified it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, before we get into the book a little bit, um, tell us a little bit of your backstory. Where, I mean, what brought you to this point?
2: Sure. Well, um, I've always been a writer. I started writing when you know, I, I when I was six years old. I got that little diary, you know, that's diary, mm-hmm. like,
1: ah, yeah. right? <laughs> so,
2: mm-hmm. I mean, I've always been a writer. I've always liked to to write what's going on during the day or how I feel, and that's always been something that's been really important to me. And and then when I got older, um, and I was going through some really difficult moments in my teenage life, like many of us have in the '70s. Um, it, it became my you know my my blessing to be able to write down what I was going through and and to really heal from it. So I always knew there was this connection between writing yeah. and. Writing. and um, and then as I got older, um, i I went through a really bad depression and some you know mal- mental illness and again, the writing helped me. And then I was introduced to yoga at a, at a mm-hmm. later age, not until I was in my mid 40s. And um, and I was introduced to yoga and meditation, and then all of a sudden it was like, wow, I can I can befriend some of these things that were um, really scary to me, because I was able to express them in a way. And um, and it turned out that the more I did yoga and meditation, the better my writing became, because it just became more I don't know authentic and more true. Yeah. And, and I was like, Oh, I gotta, I I have to tell people about this. Like, I felt like I wanted to scream it to the world. So that's what I started doing. So I started teaching classes and, um, I got my yoga certification and meditation and all of that. And then I started teaching classes to, um, to people about this connection between yoga, meditation, and writing. Um, and it, 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 I always say like, it just kind of saved my life because it was, um, it was a way that I could share my life stories that some of them were very difficult, but it was a way that I could share them in a, in a safe way and mm-hmm. teach them how to share yeah. yeah, I was hearing people's stories. So they're like, oh, I'm blocked. I don't know how to tell this, it's too difficult. You know, I'm going through a really hard time. And I'd be like, you know what? I can help you with that. So mm-hmm. I would lead them to some meditation and some breath work. And then we were able to, you know, people were able to share their stories. So that's yeah. how it went out. And that's so, what your rating is. So,
0: <laughs> so um, yes. tell us, I, I seen that you wrote comment that James Taylor's music kind of in your teen years saved you. Tell us about yes. that. How did, because again, he so has cool. that power of connection. So oh let's, my God. Go, let's talk about that, that a little bit. Story.
2: Chris, he so has that power of connection. I am not the only one out there, which I, I learned the more I talked to people, um, the more I talked to James Taylor fans. So what happened for me was when I was 13, 14, um, I was going through a really difficult time. My parents were getting divorced. Um, I was in a really um, traumatic, bad relationship. Um, and I, I was really depressed and, quite frankly, suicidal. I mean, I was mm-hmm. not in a good wow. and. And I just remember to this day, one day I walked into my music class and I'd never heard of James Taylor before. And I walked into my music class and my music teacher. And this was in the 70s, the early 70s. Mm-hmm. She came in with her, you know, embroidered shirt, blouse and the guitar strapped, you know, this kind of hippie thing. And she said, "Okay, everyone, I want you to hear my, this, you know, some new a new musician that I found. Oh, and wow! put the wow. record player on and, you know, and and she put on the song Fire and Rain. And I don't oh, know. Fine, right? you yeah. know. So none. I'm I'm back, I'm in the back of the room, just feeling like life was just the pits. And I hear this song and I hear this singer, and I'm like, what is that? And I just kind of edged my way to the front of the room to hear it. And I just felt so I felt like he was singing to me. I felt mm. like he was writing the song for me. And I was like, oh my God, I am not the only one that feels like this, you know, and yes. I felt so connected. And I thought that it gave me hope. I'm like, wait a minute, what somebody else feels like this? I can yeah, I can emerge from this. So what I did was I went right away to the music store. I said, who's James Taylor? I want to, you know, whatever records he's put out. And by that time he had already put out two, sweet baby James. And well, buy them all. He yeah. And, <laughs> and friend, you know, and, and so I got both of those records. The owner of the record store was the sweetest man. And I didn't have any money. And he said, take it home, pay me when you can. You know, I don't oh, no, there's right. that anymore, right? Yeah. Right. So I took it home and I listened to every single song. And I just started writing and writing and writing about, about how I was feeling and how I felt more hopeful because his words and the music. And then I, I left the journal out opened in hopes that my mother would read it. My mother at this point was working two, three jobs trying to keep ends meet she had four children my father had left and she read the journal that night and she helped me get the help that i needed so no. that i was able to you know to change my life so that's why i say if it wasn't for that song if it wasn't for yeah. james taylor in that moment wow i don't know i know oh, i guess that's I things
0: could have been that. different girl so if you're watching this live or replay, be sure to share this, like, comment, yeah, all the works. You know the you know the drill. Subscribe. <laughs> but um, so let's talk a little bit about the book. Where did um the idea originally come from? I mean, it, and has the book caused you to meet James Taylor. <laughs> well, here's the book. That's
2: what it looks like, and I I just love the picture. You can see my hat, right? My husband took this picture. Proud of that. Um, I've uh, since this since I became a fan, I've always been every time I go to a concert and Chris and Sandy, I have been to more concerts than oh well care to share because people think I'm crazy when I say it. But I've probably been to 60 or 70 different concerts of Jason, and he is the most generous performer. So every time, except now because of COVID, he's not allowed to. Usually during intermission at the end of the concert, he usually comes out on the stage. He'll shake anyone's hand who comes there. He'll take mm-hmm. your picture, he'll give you a hug. I mean, he's just a wonderful, wonderful man and very generous. And so I have met him in that way. Yeah, know, right. way face-to-face yeah. like you and me. Yeah. I, wish I would, But I do it often in, in that regard. And I tell him every time I just say, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I, I do, I, I offer him my gratitude. And um, and every time I'm in a concert, I, you know, the person next to me, do you love James Taylor? What's your story? Do you love James Taylor? We share stories, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I in 2015, I created a Facebook page called Life with James Taylor. And I started sharing some of these stories on the page. And then I would share videos of him or pictures or what's your favorite story? What's your favorite song? And just engage people. And now mm-hmm. there's about 23, 24,000 people on that page. And wow. we're all engaged. We're all going, Oh, did you see last night in Salt Lake? Did you see his son plays with him now? You know, he's like our, you know, he's, I don't know. I'm not old enough for him to be my son, but he feels like, like yes. family. <laughs> like family. Yeah. We're all sharing these stories. And as I said, during COVID, I was even reaching out to more people and they were sharing more stories about how his music was so healing. So that's when I yeah. said you know what I really want to share these stories with more people than just Facebook. So that's why yeah. I created a book and I and I picked out some of my favorites. So many people emailed me their stories and I couldn't include them all. But I did pick out some of my favorites and I even put, you know, some pictures like selfies that people take cuz he loves selfies. James Taylor loves it when you take awesome. a selfie. So I put it all together and because I'm a writer and an editor, I I did some editing and, and, um, and made the book. So, um, and I'm super proud of it because the people that are in it, there's about, um, 80 contributors to the book. Oh, wow. But, oh wow! So,
0: so what's like a brief, life. um, overview of one or two stories that's that, stand you, out. that stand so. out.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I've included a, a wide range. There's um, someone from Italy. There's someone from Portugal. There's a lot from the U S East coast, West coast. I think some of the um, some of the more um, sensitive stories are people that are dealing with um, cancer or dealing with some illness or their child is uh, autistic and they can't speak but they they sing James Taylor songs because somehow they they can do that. Mm-hmm. Or um, my friend Paula, um, she's she's in this in the back of the book when she, she's a breast cancer survivor. And she said, what keeps her going is she wants to get to a hundred shows. And she told him that one. And he said, and he said to her, what happens when you get to a hundred? And she said, we start all over again. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, I love stories like that. There's stories where he's, um, you know, just kind of a beacon, a beacon for for healing and um, to help them keep going. And then there's stories of crazy people that are like, (laughs) Um, you know, that go to as many concerts as they can, or yeah. pictures, as many pictures as they can, find them on the Jay Leno show or this or that. So there's kind of a wide variety of like, So Have
0: you found any stories, of course, they wouldn't make, probably make it in the book, yeah. that where you've read and you're like, okay, this may be more of a stalker story. Yeah,
2: yeah I, <laughs> I, I am not a stalker. And I always say, right. my family teases me all the time. They're like, you're a JT stalker. I said, no, I'm not. I really am not. I'm not respect his privacy. Yeah. And not no. But you're right, Chris, there are some stories that pass my way that like, well, I found out where he lived and I went in his mail and I'm like, mm-hmm. They're not They're not to <laughs> But um
0: you know, what's funny and, about that. People probably think almost think we would be stuck. We were in Nashville oh, we went, yeah. went to Nashville four story, times yeah. this year. So we're planning on eventually moving there. And <laughs> And with Nashville, they got websites that tell you where some of the yeah, country music celebrities country live. Music home, sorry, so she yeah. looked up um, Big Riches from, uh-huh. Big, from uh,
1: Big, Big Kenny and,
0: from um, Big uh, and Rich.
1: That was one of the yes. first ones that And she that found was an address.
0: Wow. So we get there and we see the house. We're sitting just right, just and we're kind of sitting in front say. of it. And this car starts to come in front of by us and window rolls down and. And I'm thinking, OK, that this person's probably going to ask us, is that Big Kenny's house? I, yeah. I thought, you know, yeah. you know, and she was like, may I help you? Uh-huh, and yeah. I'm and I'm oh, like, uh. not sure what to, what to do here because we're like stalking. And all I could think about, house. oh, we was just, you know, we see we seen that this was Big Kenny's house. We kind of wanted to see it. And, you know, and she goes, well, great. Um you any message and I'm sitting there thinking, no. first thing come to my mind is tell him Chris and Sandy from the Chris and Sandy show. Really? Yeah, he's
1: going to be like, what these crazy people.
0: And then we drove off and it's funny yeah. because um, we us and our little Chris, our nine-year-old. and of course, Oh, yes.
1: He's a big and Caitlin, country fan, too. Of
0: course, she wouldn't know this, but she'll have that story. But we, we have that story that, that uh, almost Chris. is like stalkerish, but it was just yeah. an innocent thing. Body. I had, didn't think somebody was going to. We were just going real slow by the driveway kind of looking, and we were about to drive off when that car stopped. That's great. That's so funny. One of the stories in here, it's funny. It reminds
2: me of that. One of the stories, uh, another contributor, my friend Chris, um, uh, Chris Craig, he was in a restaurant, and he was—he lives in—in—he um, used to live. This was years ago in mm-hmm. a in a town in Connecticut. I remember the name. That James Taylor also had a home, in at the time he doesn't anymore. Oh, okay. And he was in a restaurant, and he noticed that Livingston Taylor, who was James Taylor's brother, was over there. And he's like, "Oh, it's not that interesting. That's Livingston Taylor." And sure enough, in walks in James and sits at the restaurant. And he had a little, his daughter was, I think, three years old at the time. And she was like throwing peas over to the table, mm-hmm. like that, and trying to get their attention. He's like, yeah. Stop. <laughs> and, his wife, and you're making her do that just so that they come over here so you can meet him. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is they're people too. They're going to restaurants. They're yeah. they're, they're doing their thing. They have homes. Mm-hmm. but. We- don't stalk but but there are stories where people just they've met him in one of other woman at a gas station oh. but, you know so it, it's really kind of funny because we we think that they're like in their own little home and they don't go out and they don't do anything but mm-hmm. living the life right we're all massive <laughs> nice people yeah change. yeah because
0: uh, yeah, I know that you read online on some of these blogs and stuff that because in Nashville you're apt to see somebody yeah. and it's like you know that don't be like overly, right. the, you know, yeah. you know just, that, be respectful, just be respectful of their time treat them like and, a you know, and yeah. treat them like a human. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause again, Nashville is one of them places like LA where you're, where you could be anywhere and all of a sudden you see some. A grocery
2: store, restaurant. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I always think that too. I always think, how come I can't just go into a market and have, you know, James Taylor's there buying something. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. We've been in Nashville yeah. For four times, four times this year, a this total year. about three weeks. And so we've been there four times, five days here, five days there. And we're like, we have yet to spot didn't it. Run <laughs> you know, as we as And I was like, that ain't, that's just not happened to us. Right. Well, I mean, when we moved there, I'm sure it'll start happening, yeah. but... Us visiting, it's not happening. Not really. <laughs> it's a fun place. You're going to have fun living. I've only been to Nashville
2: once, but the energy there, the music all the way. All the vibe, yes. The
1: vibe, yeah. everywhere. Yeah.
0: I know a lot of people who's been there for years stuff. hates Broadway, but we're like, you know what? Yes. You can't go to Nashville without at least experiencing Broadway yeah, got uh, it. on a Friday or Saturday night. One time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. even if you don't yes. like yes. crowds. Yes. It's, yeah. ju- it's just, and something I didn't know, I'd never seen before. And this was really cool. Now, some people would think this is something stupid, but it was like when you're at- on Broadway at, at you know, and you're about to cross the roads, you know, in most cities that you got the crosswalk this way and the crosswalk this way. Yeah. But many times you have to cross and then cross. Well, uh-huh. they have diagonal crosses too. Oh, cool. Yeah, We'd never seen that before. So okay. if you're at one end and you got to get over that way, you don't have to go that way, that way. You can just go <laughs> straight across. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you see somebody over there, you don't have to go the long way to, to get his autograph. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> you
1: just
0: cut across. Yeah. And, and they have a walk, and it's like everybody takes their turn, or supposed to take their turns. You know how um people who are at, red, you know, waiting to cross, they don't always wait, but everybody's yeah. supposed to take their turns, and it all will work out the way it's supposed yeah. to. <laughs>
2: funny. Yeah, that's great. Oh, that's a cool place to live. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: So um, tell us a little bit about um, your journey since you wrote the book. Mm.
2: Yeah, well, because again, COVID, right? Here we are in COVID. We're trying to, to, little by little, you know, I feel like little by little, we're starting to get out again. I mean, I went for a long, I live in Rhode Island, my grandkids live in, in Virginia. So that was the hardest thing to not be able to just visit them as often as I would like. But little by little, we're getting out. And um, so little by little, I'm able to just kind of um, do more things in person. And that that always helps, you know, especially with my, my um, writing business, too. I do a lot of I was doing more retreats and now I'm able to kind of do more of that in person. So I'm still leery. You know, it's still here. We're still trying to be careful and all of that kind of stuff. But I am starting to do more, um, getting out more. And as far as the book goes, I'm trying to do. Um, I'm trying to do publicity in the way that I really want these people that have been so generous with their stories and they're beautiful. You know, they're very heartwarming stories. And I, I want to do it for them. I mean, this isn't just, yeah. Like there's 80 people in here that have shared their
0: very intimate stories. You know, it would be cool. And again, you have, yeah. You you can, you you never know. You might can make this work is to do a little event for the 80 people. Yeah, and have James yeah. Taylor show up.
2: Oh, oh my gosh. Can you make that happen for me?
1: <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah.
0: I can look up his people's contacts yeah. for you and shoot it right. over to you. Yes. Right, right, because, right, Because again, um, you just never know. I mean, that might be something that he would love to do and, and, yes. you know, not open up to the public, but to the people that, that really yeah, share their stories heaters. to yeah. that book, you know. I like the way you think.
2: Yep. Yep. He's on, he's on tour right now, actually. Um, because, again, you know, every, all of those concerts mm-hmm. were canceled and I've been holding right. tickets for years. And so now the tours are starting up again. And and so he's he's oh, on here now. I think he's in Salt Lake City tonight. I don't remember. But um, I've seen three of the shows. I saw the opening night in Chicago and then another one in Detroit and another one in Maryland. And now... Then they took a break and now they're um, again and every single time when he's in one of the areas that you know one of the contributors live in or something like that I say bring the book he can't he's not allowed to come out now he's they, they don't yes. have ready to come out but I'm like bring the book you never know you know maybe you'll get right. a- you never know or, you know look at it absolutely and so <laughs> that's what we're we're hoping because while he's on tour that would be a great way to um you know mm-hmm. yeah. maybe-
0: exactly yeah, I mean, you can always dream because like with us, you know, we you know, as our show rises and we're getting bigger and bigger guests, we still have our dream guests. Like, you oh, know, one, one of our dream guests would be like Blake Shelton. Oh, come my on gosh. Show. Yes. Oh, you know, yes. Steve Harvey would be another really great one. Tyler Perry. Um, then still yeah go
1: for yeah. it oh yeah so we oh, gotta that. so we do still, and james taylor Yep. and james, james taylor we that. would love to
0: have yeah, him on. so you know again it's great to dream it's great mm-hmm. to keep that idea out there because you know that they could run where you, you cross paths in a way yeah. and if you don't have that book you that's know right. that's you know, right. it <laughs> gotta, but gotta wouldn't be, be great to be able to say hey here's a book about fans about you that's right. Who wouldn't love that? Right. Who wouldn't love yeah, that? That's
1: an you know, amazing thing.
0: Nobody is saying anything,
2: you know, um, negative. You know, I mean, I wouldn't have put it in if it was negative. But nobody yeah. has anything negative to say. Anyway, they're all stories. As I shared my personal story where they're all stories like he gets me or he wrote this song for me or his. You know, there's a couple of stories uh, in there, too, where. Um, this this one woman, her father passed away, and he was a huge James Taylor fan. And they actually engraved his his um, tombstone with some of the lyrics of a song oh, that so much to him. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're all stories. That man, if it were me, I would just like give everyone a big hug because they're all just yeah. so, like thank you. And and he is a very humble man, and I do know that from everything that um, I know about him. And like yeah. I said so generous with his um, fans. So of course, he's of course this is just a big love fest, you know, this is just a big thank you letter to him. And um, so yeah you know what's funny um, is
0: after this episode I'm actually gonna go and email um, his people. To oh see yeah. if I can get him on the show. <laughs> I mean, the show. I mean I'll I've I mean email, email, email. I've you know, I've emailed Justin Bieber's people, Taylor cool. Swift's people, uh-huh. Ari- yeah, Ariana yeah. Grande. Uh-huh, you know, I yeah. I have Carrie went to the top because yeah. again, yeah. it's a twofold thing. W- one day they're going to say yes, mm-hmm. and the and the most important right now is at least their people will watch our show and say yeah, and keep they it in mind they for down the road. Us, so. mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? It's like we start. It's like how we started the show. We're all just we're all people. We're all in the same boat. You know, we're all dealing with so many similar things. And when somebody reaches out to you they're not doing it out of malice. They're just doing it out of, you know, kind of a mutual respect thing. And you never know. He's going to say, well, that was really nice. You know, sure <coughs> not. You're not asking for money. You're asking for, you know, just hi, how are you? You're asking yes. for connection. So yeah, I if somebody just wrote, "Shoot for the stars." Somebody just um, <laughs> put in the chat there, you know, that's it. Yep. Shoot for the stars. Don't shoot the stars. Yeah, shoot the stars. I, I
0: like I like the old saying, "Shoot for the moon," because even if you miss, you'll land among the stars.
2: There you oh, go. That's a great saying. There you go. <laughs> yeah, My kids, so, crazy. You know, I have, I have three kids. Um, well, they're they're all grown now. My youngest is 22. Um, and, and they've been growing up with this. They've been growing up with me singing, things and, and, you know, and, and I. I got, do they ever
0: say, when they were younger, do they ever <laughs> say mom, please?
2: Oh, all the time. All the time. <laughs> you're crazy. You know, you're, cra- I go, no, I'm not crazy. I just really, I love it. I, I, you know, sing his songs. I respect him. And, and when I, I bring things like this book that he wrote a, um, a picture book for children and I had him sing oh, it and this oh, is wow. a photograph that I have. So. It's it's all in good fun. It's all just yes. out of you know. It's it's just out of respect and out of just a genuine love in in that way. Absolutely. Of, and you
0: love to write, so see it goes. Yeah, it's know. a
2: perfect fit there. That's
0: and sweet. speaking of writing, did you always know you wanted to be an author? Always, always.
2: And I started out with. Um, I've written other books besides this one. Mm. I started out writing for children, actually. That was oh, where wow. okay. So I was writing for children, um, magazine articles. I wrote a biography, um, about, um, some Steve Wozniak, the person who started Apple Computer. So then I got into more technical writing. I wrote a book about adoption. My husband and I adopted our middle daughter and I wrote a book about that process of adoption. So I've always, I've, I've always, whatever I'm going through, I always feel the need to, um, to write about it in a way to share it because other people, even with the adoption book too, other people have said that it was, it was a book about the process of, of adoption, what you go through emotionally. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. And so people connect with that. And that's always right. been something that I've wanted to do is um, that's how I connect with people through my
0: writing. So yeah, not we're anything, writing, we're like, writing a book called the unlikely show yeah, um, the about story behind story this because because you starting know the show. there was no reason that we should even thought about starting a show. We never been in radio, never been in TV, no experience. No experience. Media, we just yeah, just crazy idea way. that we had, yeah. and little did we know that COVID would kind of be the game changer, The
1: catalyst, I guess, for, a show,
0: for the though. show. <laughs> and, and it's been a whirlwind here. Of the guests that we've been able to bring on. Yeah,
1: we pinch ourselves. We can't <laughs> believe such a guest. So
2: awesome. That's so direction. awesome. And you're showing, you said you have a son. You have a, a- We yeah. do. Yes. We have a nine and year old Speaking of him. Oh yes. Perfect uh, we always, introduction. perfect
0: introduction. We all as if you watch some of the other ones, you know he comes on to ask a couple of questions. So Sandy's gonna oh, get yes. Him. his name's Christopher.
1: He's nine years old. Uh, oh, I love it bring him now, on. Bring Chris he's up.
0: kind of our third co-host. So while yeah. she's getting him, tell us a little bit about the team that helps you be who you are. The team? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah, the um, team behind you. The team
2: behind me? Well, who's the team behind the team behind me is my family. The team behind me is my husband. Um, he's a classical guitarist, actually. So right. yeah, so we, we enjoy music together. I have three kids. I have four grandkids. Um, three sisters, a brother. My mom is still kicking. My mom right now is traveling in France. She's 81 years old and having. Oh wow! Time. Yeah. So so my family is. Oh look at him! How cute! He's even wearing your same shirt. Look at you, yeah. Chris Jr. Yeah. Aren't yeah. you? Aren't you? Yeah.
0: Nothing better. Than
2: you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So my team is my family. Just like I can see yours
0: is too. We're yeah, we're a family affair yeah. show. So. We love it.
2: I just love it. All right, daughter- Huh? What's up? Oh, it's going great. Hi, Rebecca. So what's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Yes. Hmm. What's my favorite food? That's a great question because I like a lot of food. Um, so you know, i so do you. I like Greek food. Yeah. <laughs> Greek food. Have you ever had Greek food? I don't I have. think he has never mm-hmm. had Greek food. I love Greek yeah. food.
0: What we'll the trash? Yeah.
2: Mm, yeah. If you ever go to a Greek restaurant, order something yeah. called moussaka It's kind of a funny name, but it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. It's my, I think that's my favorite food. Yeah. What's yours? Mine is pizza. Well, there you go. You
0: yeah. uh, yeah, would, eat it. He would eat it all day long. Mm. <laughs> mm.
2: Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. So was it for a TV show? my favorite tv show. Hmm. let's see. I watch a lot of Netflix now. Um, I always laugh when I watch um The Simpsons, that makes me laugh. Um I like to watch what else? I was watching baseball until last night until my team lost. So I'm a big fan. Red Sox lost last night. Um I watch a lot of Netflix shows and I love movies. What's your favorite TV show? Mighty SpongeBob. Oh great. Do you know Paw Patrol? Do you know Paw yeah, Patrol? Yes. I watched it a lot. That's my granddaughter's absolute favorite show. She loves Paw Patrol. Huh. She's trying to teach me how to sing the songs.
0: Huh.
2: <laughs>
1: but your sister likes that yeah. too.
2: Yeah.
0: She? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, and um our two and a half year old daughter Caitlin, she her new thing is Peppa Pig.
2: Oh yeah. I've heard of Peppa Pig.
0: (laughs) If if she she could be fully upset doing her whole toddler tantrum, if you turn that on, it changes. (laughs) That's great. Don't you love it? That's that's kind of our help sometimes.
2: Yeah. That's the babysitter. (laughs) Peppa Pig's the babysitter. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's a very movie? My favorite. Oh, my God. He's got tough questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What questions. What's yeah. your favorite movie? What comes to mind? Hmm. We've had, let's see, you know, I haven't seen a movie in a long time. Hmm. Oh my goodness. I think you are stumping me on that one. What's your favorite movie? Mine is the Minions movie. The Minions? Love that. Mm-hmm. I love Monsters. You yeah. ever see that one? That's a good one. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen
0: it. You gotta get that really? one.
2: Oh, that's a good one on that. One. Minions yeah, got a great yeah.
0: brand, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, we could be walking in a mall, and if Caitlin sees a minion in a store, oh, we yes. we have to go in there.
2: That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm gonna have to get my granddaughter on that one. Gonna have to get my gran- I'm not to pull her away from Paw Patrol and get her on the Minions. Yeah, <laughs> they're fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bye, Nick. Bye, bye, honey. Thanks for thanks for popping in. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah he loves to the, the be on the show in fact um he loves the show so much that he we, we we're giving him a date for this So next summer we're going to have him launch a podcast nice so oh, um, awesome.
1: yeah his awesome. own thing like a like a teammate <laughs> thing
2: so yeah and you could get some younger kids on too to to you know to talk with him too that'd be fun for him huh? yes <laughs> yeah, he enjoyed that a lot Okay. We're going to put you on the spot here. What's your favorite James Taylor song? Oh my goodness. I was waiting for that one because it's <laughs> every day, right? It depends on what I'm doing, but I always come back to um, the same one. It's, I would say fire and rain. Cause that's the one that started it for me. That's that's when I first got connected, but I adore the song secret of life. Do you know that song from James Taylor? That one I don't know yet. It's not it's not one of it's uh, not one, one of his most famous. Um he uh, doesn't nice. perform it in concert. Um mm-hmm. but if for for big James Taylor fans, they we all know that song because that one's just one that's you just, just cry when you hear it or laugh. Yeah, we both
0: like the how sweet
2: it is. Oh, yes. yes, and I
1: love King, Carolina in my mind. people really
2: love Carolina in my mind. <laughs> yeah. so many. there's so many. You've got a there's friend, me. so many great ones. So. But, uh, and there's, you know, speaking of you've got a friend, Carol King wrote that song, and um she sings it, and James Taylor sings it. And I just yes. a couple days right. ago we launching a documentary about Carol King and James Taylor together. Um, oh, wow. yeah, it'll be on I think it was HBO Max or yeah. Wow like okay, that. Okay, definitely have to check that out. Yeah, but You've Got a Friend has been one that a lot of people... I I um, I um sorted the book by song title. So when uh. I when I asked somebody, yeah. I said, what's the, your favorite song? Exactly like you just asked me. Mm-hmm. And there's 40 different chapters, and You've Got a Friend, I think, had the most um, stories. Uh. That one, You've Got a Friend. And some of them, like Secret of Life, which was my favorite. I think there's just two... One, yeah, three stories, three people wrote for that. Yeah. Oh, well. So everyone has their own, and some of them are very yeah. obscure. <laughs> and and some of them are the more famous, are the more famous. Yeah. But you know what? If he came on, I don't care what he would sing. I'd love it. Yeah. I'd call that one. <laughs> I favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Call that one my favorite. So yeah. <laughs> and what
1: would you like for your legacy to be? What would you like to be most known and remembered for?
2: Oh, what a beautiful question. Thank you. Um, I think I would most likely to be known and remembered for helping people express their life stories, express who they are and, and what their, um, how their life is and how they want to live their legacy, how they want to leave their legacy. I would love to be, I, I do that. I try to do that um, in my work as much as I can. And, um, and it gives me a lot of satisfaction when people are able to write their life stories. Cause sometimes it's difficult. We're all dealing with, you know, things.
0: Yeah. Cause I, you know, I went through, you know, part of our life story, which we tell it a lot is, mm-hmm. you know, I went through 19 years of addictions mm-hmm. until um, December 26, 2007. Mm-hmm. So I've been sober for 14 years, but the first five years of our marriage, it was really hectic on her, but you know, she loved me through the addictions. You know, she allowed God to use her to heal me because again, I don't believe I would be here today if she didn't do what she did.
2: Beautiful. You know, James Taylor's a recovering addict. Did you know that? (laughs) We didn't know that. He talks about his recovery a lot. He talks about his recovery a lot. In fact, during this last tour, he, he, he got sober in the early eighties cause he was a heroin addict for many years and oh, he got sober wow. in the early eighties <laughs> and the song, that's why I'm here refers huh. to um, his recovery. Oh, and wow. um, one stanza is about the death of John Belushi and John Belushi basically died from a drug overdose and he was friends with James and he he calls it, that's his moment of, what does he say? Scared, sober. That was the moment when he said, I'm going to be next unless I do something. Hmm. And, uh, that's why i'm here is really dedicated to that and dedicated to his sobriety and when he sings it on stage he says this is for everyone out there who's in a re- i'm getting chills this is for everyone out there who is in recovery and, and wow. for us and and that's why i titled the book that's why we're here oh yeah uh, uh, that makes uh, sense that, right? <laughs> if it for that then we wouldn't be here and um so his recovery and his sobriety is, he talks about a lot. He sings about it a lot. And, um yeah. and he dedicates his songs to it. So, so good for you. Good for you, for both of you.
0: And, and, you know, I've always been the outcast person. I guess when you're creative, that's pretty much yeah, what well, you're always out. Well, you know, and, 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 and so it's like um this whole crazy life that we've lived, you know, I, you know, I remember when we first met on, because we met online in 2002 when it was taboo. We
1: did in the and, early days of the online. We day. met
0: February 2nd of 02, mm-hmm. talked on the phone for the first time February 4th. We set a wedding date February 18th and we met in person March 4th. So we were meeting in person to see who we were going to marry.
1: Yeah. And
0: people called us stupid. It'll crazy. never work. We're crazy. Yeah. I lost friends because of go, Oh, I can't be around you. You're too crazy. And And here it is. 19 what? years later, married
1: almost 20 years almost of 20, meeting. you know, oh, February yeah, 2nd be I mean,
0: 20 years yeah. of meeting. We do a crazy show that people also said would never work. Right. Um, we, we, you know, people said you'd never get anybody interesting on. We did. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, our, our life has always been people telling us what we can't do, and we just go and do it anyway.
2: Good for you. That's wonderful. I love that. I love that story. You've been married 19 years, you said. You know, October fifth. Mm-hmm. That's great. My husband and I were on thirty. We did. We celebrated thirty-one this year. So, and that's the I other thing. People always funny. say, you know, oh, marriage. You know, it, they don't. They're not going to last. They're not going to last. But you know, there are some that last. And uh, And but it
0: takes work. You know, again, yeah. you don't get in. You know, the problem I think with marriage a lot of times is people get married and they're like, okay, the work is done mm-hmm. because you got married. Actually, that's when the work starts, because anybody can court somebody to marriage. I just, you know, again, some people probably disagree with that, but I kind of think anybody can really court somebody to marriage. It's okay. Can you make marriage work for the long haul? That's the work.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And it's great that you can work together. My husband and I, we work side by side for many. In fact, he works with me on my writing business because
0: he oh, does. So yeah, that's a, all we've no, And yeah. again, that's another thing that yeah, we're outcast with. We've always together. been this 24-7 couple. Yeah. And people are like, oh, you're not healthy. You're this, you're that. You, need some, you need some time apart. You need some time apart. And you know what? We're like, this works for us.
2: hmm. hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, he comes with me to a lot of James Taylor concerts, and he he does a lot <laughs> of work for me on the back end for my writing business. And, you know, we're a team. It's oh, wow. like the two of you. We're a team. And um, so that's, you know, feel blessed that that's, that's the way it is.
0: Exactly. Um, so as we come to a close here, yeah. any final <laughs> parting words? Let's just stay on for another hour. I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> this Believe me, I you could. And I remember when we first launched this show, it was audio only then. Right. But there were, t- I, I've had to learn to when to talk, when not to talk. Because a lot of times back then, mm-hmm. I would just talk and we'd end up at 90 minute shows. Oh, mm-hmm. we <laughs> did a lot of
2: those. Just keep so going and going. A friend of I mine did. is I-
1: that's, I,
0: I've done it all again.
1: As you can tell, he loves talking. In the 19 and years stories, of our marriage, yeah.
0: she would get upset sometimes with me, but I know that this was preparing us. We just didn't know it. We, right. we would be on the street and we'd end up in a conversation. And I'm talking with strangers, not with people that we know. And right. if and if we're two, three, four minutes in, she would know we're there 30, 60 minutes. Oh, no definitely. ifs, ands, buts. It's going to, I can't pull away. And I've done that thousands of times and here we are doing a show that we done it same that's way. Great. Yeah, that's we
1: sort great. of combined my love for music as a huge music entertainer with my love of talking. Yeah, with
2: his love <laughs> of talking, that's and, that's
1: what perfect. the show is. A match <laughs>
2: made in heaven, a match made in heaven. Yep, perfect. Um, in, in terms of closing, I guess the only thing I'd like to say is that um I think people underestimate how um how important it is to share their stories and I think that it's so important like you shared your story Chris of your of your um coming your recovery and your sobriety and your story the two of you together your strong marriage and and I shared my story and you know and you feel connected when you share stories and do yeah. a lot of people go oh who wants to hear my story who wants to hear my story and yeah people and married. I this book of stories of people that you know wanted to share their connection to James Taylor and and I think that it's just so important to um to know that there's always people that want to hear. We're we're all you know we're all in this together. Not even just in COVID, but in general.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Stories matter.
1: They do. That's yeah. how we relate to each other.
0: Yeah. I mean, you even look in the Bible days with Jesus. He did stories. everything through stories. That's right. Because stories connect, like you said, they connect people. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's how we learn about so many things, you know, and just from from stories. So I just I think that's a great bottom line. What you just said, stories matter.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's a great way to end. So tell everybody how they can get your book Yeah. Sure. find you.
2: So on, on Facebook, my my Facebook page is called Life with James Taylor. Um, It's a Facebook group. It's open to anybody. And um, I have a website that's called Life with James Taylor. And you can come on to that, lifewithjamestaylor.com. And that's where um, you can get my book there. I'll sign it for you and um, send it to you. You can also get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all of those other places. But I think the best way to reach me would be um, on my life with james taylor.com website. Or I also wow. have a website that's yogic writing. Y O G I C W R I T I N G. And that's where I teach people how to write their life stories.
0: I love so, that, and we, yeah. and we really enjoyed having you on the show today. We, we look forward to having you back down the road for more. Yes.
2: yes. Thank and you. And if so
0: you ever much. get that book for that James Taylor thing, let us know. Oh yes. Yes. and if you get him on your show, you let me know. We <laughs> will, we'll do. Yes. Awesome! Right.
2: Thank you. you. Have That's a great right. day.
1: Thanks so much for your time today. Yeah. Bye.